Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, our guest on the show today, we have Will Harris of Rehoboth Beach Barbell Club joining us from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Will, what's going on, man? How are you? How's it going? All right. Thank you for having me. I am excited to, to get into this. There's, there's a number of different evolutions and layers to this that we'll pick apart here as time goes on. But from a high level or some background for people listening, describe Rehoboth Beach Barbell Club in your own words. All right. Rehoboth Beach Barbell Club is basically a place where no matter what level you're at, we've got something here for you. And we just try to help everybody find their avenue. Because, um, like, you know, as far as fitness is concerned, like a lot of people don't stick with it long term because they don't find something that truly speaks to them. So we have a weightlifting uh, component of our gym. We have a yoga studio and we also have a boxing gym. So one way or another, we have something that people are interested in, um, just in that they can connect to on a personal level. So that's basically what we do. Everything is on a one-on-one basis. And, you know, we find you, we help you find your passion for fitness and help you stick with it. So. Got it. Okay. Now, as far as how this all got started, Will, I, I find myself fascinated with origin stories in our okay. industry. And so talk to us a little bit about, it sounded to me, at least before we got on air, like the gym existed and you had taken over at some point and then just rebranding. But tell us a little bit about that whole experience. When was it? How was it taking over an existing gym and, and how did we get here today? <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a little bit of a long story, but yeah, so I used to um, visit this area quite frequently. And when I came down, I just didn't have a place that I felt comfortable training at. It was nothing but CrossFit gyms and a lot of them didn't have open gym hours and the hours are really inconvenient. Um, they didn't have the equipment that I needed and they were like the big box gyms. But, you know, the, when you go to those type of places, there's a million people on top of each other and, you know, you're fighting for equipment, fighting for space. And I just didn't want that. So um, I decided when I moved down here um, that I wanted to start my own place. So the local CrossFit gym in town was up for sale. So I decided to buy that, um, rebrand, and basically to start from scratch, um, just teaching people, you know, absolute fundamentals of weightlifting. And our old gym location was only about 2,000 square feet. So it was a smaller place. Um, they used to focus mainly on uh, seasonal membership, just people coming in just over the summer. And my goal was to start focusing a little bit more on the locals, people that live here year round. And yeah, it wasn't as many people coming through the door, but you know, we were able to make more of a personal connection with everybody. So took over 2016, um, like I said, rebranded, completely changed the business model, you know, made it more of a small group format, and then just kind of let it grow from there. Um, we started getting people that were coming in with severe injuries. We've had some people that were coming back just trying to get their life back in order after having cancer, after dealing with substance abuse, whatever it was. And then just like once those people were able to change their lives, word started spreading, we started growing, started expanding. And then um, fast forward to kind of like when things started going left for a lot of businesses in COVID, um, there was nobody really looking for a commercial space. And there happened to be a place in our area that was three times the size of our old location, but not that much more money. So that was actually a good opportunity for us to expand. So that's how we ended up where we are now, where we have uh, 7,500 square feet and we're able to offer, you know, so many different things. Yeah. And so far be it removed for us to say, 
the COVID time was a good thing to happen to the industry, but silver lining at least gave you guys the opportunity to get into some, com some commercial space, probably at a, a better rate than you would have pandemic removed. Prior to that, least. yeah. Yeah. Within that time, Will, uh, just look back and, and compare, or at least just kind of reminisce for a minute. What's been what's been your favorite part about this new kind of smaller scale but more personable model? And what's been the most challenging part about this kind of a model? I would say the uh, the best part about it is, um, as I touched on earlier, just being able to have a personal connection with everybody that walks through the door. You know, it's like I know everybody's name. I know their wife's name, their husband's name. I know their kids' names. I know everything about them, you know? So when they walk in, we can have a genuine conversation and they genuinely feel at home when they walk in here. And I would just say the hardest part about, um, you know, like building that type of business is that it takes longer to find, you know, those genuine people who are the right customers for you. Because I feel like the lesson that a lot of people kind of skip over earlier on in their career is that they don't, um, they don't really realize like not everybody's your customer, you know, like not everybody who wants to pay you is somebody that's going to be beneficial to your business. Point, and I guess, yeah. you know, when you're first getting started and you're worrying about paying bills and everything, like you're trying to just like take everything that you can get, but um, that usually ends up, um, you know, working against you, you know, because you get some bad apples in the group and it just detracts from your overall vision it detracts from the energy of the group, you know, so on and so forth. So, yeah. um, and it's far harder to go the other way once we exactly, have. exactly. Yeah. Now, for the people listening to this in a similar model, what has worked well for you to find some of this kind of target avatar that you speak of? What's been successful on the marketing front? So for us, honestly, we don't do any advertising whatsoever, um, aside from just sharing stories of our clients that are here. Um, we're, and thankfully, we're in a small market here. And um, it's very easy to kind of become like a local celebrity here. You know, if you're doing things the right way, word spreads very fast. So I've definitely taken advantage of that. And, um, you know, going back to what I just said, you know, a few minutes ago was just focusing on just having the right people in with like good stories to tell and just putting that out there. We post that on our social media and, you know, if you share your client's story and, you know, show them in the gym, you know, battling their way back from an injury, they share it, their family shares it, you know, so on and so forth and it just spreads. Yeah. And people just want to be a part of something positive. You know, I learned that a long time ago, especially being down in this area where everything kind of revolves around drinking the beach lifestyle. People just didn't have any other outlet. So when they see somebody who they used to hang out with at the bar on Instagram, you know, doing something cool or doing a powerlifting meet, they're like, wait a minute, I can do that too. And they just find that inspiration. And that's kind of what's helped us grow here, which is focusing on doing things the right way from top to bottom, you know, just again, developing um, genuine relationships with everybody and just simple things like just keeping the place clean, you know, keeping things organized and just eliminating some of the issues that yeah. other people have at other places. And it sounds silly that we even have to like highlight that as yeah. this is a differentiator, but it, it still is in our yeah. space. Now you guys active on social media and use that to, like you said, share stories, post content, haven't spent anything in advertising, but I think the word of mouth component of this makes a lot of sense to me because yeah. given the nature of the model, the people that can afford to come train here probably know other people that can afford to come and train here. Do you know what I mean? Just personal training is, exactly. like you said, uh, relatively, comparatively to other options, a higher ticket item. Mm -hmm. My service isn't for everybody and that's okay, right? We need to yeah. be all right with that at the end of the day. Let me ask you this because 
it's it has grown organically thus far at least do you think there will be a time that it makes sense for you to look at advertising as a viable strategy either in the sometime in the future um, honestly, no, because at this point, um, we've kind of, uh, you know, thankfully, we've kind of got like a stronghold on this area, you know, just again, from yeah. doing the right things. And we've got, um, you know, the most like the top tier clients in this area already here. And some of them work in media. So like, we're constantly featured in newspapers, we've uh, on the news, you know, so like, we're always in the media, regardless, you know, thankfully, like I said, we don't have to pay this for it. You know, yeah, people are coming to us nice. at this point. This is a um, helpful advantage. Wellness. Yeah. We, yeah, we've got a corporate wellness deal with the uh, biggest restaurant group in our area. So they've got like 2000 employees that they funnel through, you know, coming in for personal training, coming for small group workouts, whatever it is. So, you know, again, thankfully, we just I stuck to making sure we did things the right way from the beginning. And just over time, you know, the other places in the area didn't really live up to, you know, the expectations that certain people had for it. So they found their way, found their way to us and it just helped us grow. So yeah, yeah. thankfully, like I said, we just constantly keep getting attention in the media and everything from the good things that we're doing here. So hopefully- we'll Hard to argue it. with that. Yeah. Okay. So Will, for you guys, I want to hear a little bit about the, the sales process and how people actually sign up for this because our industry is notorious for- an uncomfortable exchange throughout sales and high pressure and these <laughs> weird techniques yeah. and tactics. When you get an interested yeah. lead, regardless of where the lead came from, walk me through the, the various checkpoints to actually convert that person from lead to now paying client. Got it. Um, so uh, here's another thing that's, that we do a little bit differently too. It's like, we don't even have a phone number on our website. Um, so, you know, we don't get a lot of people just even calling us, you know, everybody has to email us. They have to go through a couple of steps to actually contact us because, you know, sometimes, you know, people are just calling around, just shopping price and all that stuff, you know, and as soon as they go onto our website, um, it, it's directly like in your face that it's a private gym and you have to have an appointment and, you know, we have a certain standard for our clients. So I think it's pretty evident, like once they go on our site, like, all right, you know, some people, it intimidates them right off the bat and they don't call us or I'm sorry, not call us, but they don't contact us. And then the people that do contact us, they kind of already know like what they're getting themselves into. They've already seen, you know, our uh, news features. They already know somebody in the area who's trained here. So honestly, like our sales process is very easy. And I don't even like to call it a sales process. The same way you and I are talking right now, that's how we talk when people come in. And we just have an honest conversation with them, figure out, you know, what their goals are and what motivated them to walk in the door. And because like, you know, if you really are, if you can really identify your reasoning for being somewhere and doing something, then everything else becomes irrelevant, you know? So we just try to have it, just try to see if we have a connection with that person that comes in, you know, and then the money is never, you know, an issue uh, when people walk in our doors, you know, so like, honestly, it's a very simple process. Like we start everybody off just with a conversation. And then um, if we feel like it's a good fit back and forth, then we set them up for an assessment. And then based on that assessment, we figure out if they need to do once a week, twice a week, three times a week, if they want to do small group, if they want to try boxing, yoga, whatever it is. So we basically just put the ball in their court when they come in and, you know, just we guide them to where they need to be, but we don't, you know, push them to do anything that they don't need. Yeah. And it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like a good fit both ways. We're a good yeah. fit for them and they're a good fit for us, for us which, exactly. which speaks to earlier when we were talking about businesses that get themselves in trouble, taking on anybody and anybody, it can be a, a, a slippery slope, at least. Yeah, absolutely. For you guys. We figured out a while ago, too. I'm sorry I didn't cut you off. No, no, go ahead, please. 
that was going to say, we also kind of figured out um, a long time ago that, uh, you know, some of the people that pay the least have the most complaints, you know, so, and for <laughs> us, like we are 100% yeah, dedicate ourselves to making sure that our clients are successful, you know, because we're not just showing up and just doing a random workout with you on that particular day. It's like, we're after your assessment, you know, we're doing research on any conditions that you might have that we aren't 100% familiar with and comfortable with. We have relationships with uh, physical therapists in the area. So we'll call them up and we put a lot of time and effort at developing our programs for everybody that comes in, you know, so we have to charge a certain price point in order to effectively, um, yeah. you know, help people. So, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice by again, just like letting anybody come in the door and like negotiating price and doing all that stuff and like having a sales process and trying to trick people into buying things, you know, it's like people walk in the door and they know that we are the most credible people possible. They are aware of our relationships again with physical therapists, with doctors, you know, and so on and so yeah, forth, yeah. you know, so. So that's, you know, that, that also helps out with the, uh, you know, getting the sales process, if you want to call it. That. Yeah. And I mean, you, you mentioned we somewhat deliberately make it a challenge. People have to really want to get in touch. And so by that point, it probably weeds out a lot of on the fencer type yep. people. Beyond that, Will, somebody signs up, they're now a paying client. From your role, what do you focus on the most to keep these people as clients for the long haul? Um, as far as client retention is concerned, we help people figure out something that's going to keep them going long term. So again, if somebody walks in on day one and they have a knee injury, you know, our goal obviously is to fix that problem. And then beyond that, we try to encourage them to find something that they may have wanted to do, but were held back because of that injury. So like, for example, you know, and we don't care what it is. It could be powerlifting, it could be a 5K, it could be, you know, a Spartan race, it could be whatever it is. You know, but we try to find something that they have a connection with that they might have wanted to try before. And then we'll look at something maybe six months down the line, put that on the calendar. So now that goal went from rehab to now training towards something that, you know, is going to help them kind of solidify the fact that they are, you know, in a good position physically, mentally, so on and so forth. So that's always been a, you know, big help for us. So people come in and sign up for that initial three months because we require everyone that works with us to train it for at least three months. And nobody ever leaves, honestly, after that, unless they move. Um, we do have some people that live here just part-time because, again, we're a beach area. That's true. Um, but for the most part, like, everybody signs up and they're with us for years, you know, once they, you know, get in the door because we just keep setting new goals. And then once they accomplish that first goal, they're like, wow, you know, like, nobody encouraged me to do this before you know nobody told me that i was capable of doing this and then it just becomes like addictive for them and they just keep going with it long term so it's awesome yeah zoom out on all of this well it sounds to me at least like things are in a good place for the business and trending in the right direction so paint me a picture of the future of the business the future of the gym in your mind where do you want to see this thing as time goes on um, as time goes on, honestly, um, I just love the business model that we're operating with right now. And I just want to grow the other components of what we're doing. Like our yoga studio upstairs is still growing. Our boxing program is still growing. Like this area, um, honestly speaking, is probably about like five, six years in the past, you know, in comparison to bigger markets. So um, if you go to, you know, New York, Philly, Baltimore, wherever, you know, there are a lot more uh, boxing gyms. There's a lot more um, personalized yoga studios. Um, so like, that's my goal right now is just over the next couple of years is just expand those programs a little bit more and just get people in this area, you know, more in tune with just the overall approach to fitness. But I mean, just getting people in the door to begin with, you know, as far as like doing something that wasn't CrossFit, you know, was hard enough. But now that they're in here, um, you know, trying to sell them on the benefits of 
using yoga for their recovery, you know, getting into boxing just as stress relief, you know, um, like that is kind of the, the next steps here is just having everybody involved in all three of those things. Yeah. And that, that speaks to the retention component that you just mentioned as well, too. If we can get them into something novel and learning other skills you kind of reignite that fitness fire and keep exactly. it back yeah absolutely we're running a bit shy on time here but i want to save a minute for you will to tell people where they could learn more about this what is the website that you were talking about what are the social media links how can people connect with you guys all right people can find us on our website it's rehobothbarbell.com and we do have social media links on our website um our Social media for, I'm sorry, Instagram link would be rehobothbarbell.com. So like rehobothbarbell.com, but rehobothbarbell.com. And then the same thing on Facebook. But uh, yeah, go to rehobothbarbell.com. That'll take you directly to all of our social media. And you can read about our uh, training, um, all the options that we have and all of our coaches, so on and so forth. Straightforward and simple enough. Will, this has been awesome, man. I really appreciate the perspective that you bring and, and the behind the scenes look into this kind of a business. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you because it sounds like we're still, we're still pulling some strings and trying to move this thing along. So I appreciate your time and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. To everyone who tuned in, thank you as well. Don't forget if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch. As always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now let's head into the next interview. What's going on everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Launch podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Emily, and joining us on the show today is Natalie from Body Unlimited Fitness out of Sherman Oaks, California. What's going on, Natalie? How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's a good day. Good morning. <laughs> well, we are definitely excited to have you on the show today, but before we dive into nitty gritty of what you guys have going on at Body Unlimited Fitness, tell us a little bit about how you describe the business to people and what made you want to start your gym in the first place? Sure. Uh, so my business it is a private studio, um, but we function radically different than other places. So we function as a team where if you imagine the same way that let's say an entertainer might have a team of professionals helping them with a particular role um, like let's say um, they are doing a fight scene, right? And so they have uh, they have a whole team of fitness trainers that are making sure that you know they're eating right and they've got you know they're doing their exercises, whatever they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do it, how they're supposed to do it, and then as they move, making sure that they're moving safely and properly, and blah 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 blah, all those things. We're like the normal person's version of that. So when we take on a new client. We have a very extensive and comprehensive assessment process where we are diving into that person's world, into that person's life, 
uh, deep dive to try to understand, okay, where they're at, where they want to go, what their issues have been, if any, obstacles, what they're trying to do, like everything and anything. And then also testing out on a very real level, like where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are, all those wonderful things. And then um, once we understand that information, we can understand who on our team might be the best person to work with them. And then, um, you know, we go from there. And of course, we tweak things as we go. But in the assessment process, we give them a lot of information. We do a lot of different things. Um, and so there's there's a lot of steps with how we do things. And um, And, you know, I started doing this because, first of all, if, so I'm going to kind of go backwards here, but people need support. They need lots of support. Um, oh, my son just came in. Uh, all right. Well, he's minding his own business at the moment. <laughs> so um, there is so much information out there. Like it's information overload on the internet um, and just with other fitness professionals in general where it is so easy for people to get confused and people are busy, right? And, you know, whether you have your own business, whether you work for somebody, you have a traditional kind of nine to five job or you're working a couple different jobs. I mean, everybody's life is so vastly different, but the one thing that's in common is that everybody is busy and it's very difficult unless you are a trainer or in the health profession it's difficult to then find the time to figure out and sift through all this information. Like, how do I know what I need to do? The internet says I should do X, Y, and Z. Like, do I need to do X, Y, and Z? Like, it's it's very confusing. Not to mention, you know, it's like one second, uh, one type of food is great for you. And then the next second, there's an article about how it's going to kill you. You know, it's just, it's very frustrating out there. Um. If you rewind a little bit more, I was born to two people who um, are sick or were sick. My father actually passed away when I was 21. He pulled himself off of a dialysis machine in order to come to at the, ho the hospital where I was being born at. Um, my father was a nuclear physicist, and he also worked a lot with like chemicals. He burned the lining of his stomach like he was just, you know, like the, the crazy madman, awesome, intelligent guy. And my mother, um, hypnotherapist, but I actually currently take care of her. She is a hip. Uh, okay, hold on one second. My uh, three-year-old is, uh, he was supposed to be with his dad today, but uh, my poor baby, he, oh, yeah. he wants to be with me. <laughs> no, I don't understand. He wants to be uh, with his mother for sure. Yes, absolutely. So it sounds um, like I like I like what you guys have going on at uh, Body Unlimited Fitness. I was actually checking out your website before we we hopped on the call today. Looks great. Um, you have a looks like you have full staff, lots of service different services to offer your members. So let's go ahead and, and talk about like the marketing aspect of things and what you're doing. You know to to get people in your doors to continue right. to serve your community. So. Um, Right now, uh, you know, things are a little sticky because, uh, you know, I've got some legal stuff going on with my ex because he is trying to uh, get my business, which is a whole nother thing. So I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place where I can't um, do anything. But in the meantime, um, 
we take care of our clients in a way where we treat them like family. Like we, we honor them as, as, you know, to the utmost that we can possibly do because of that. Um, we get a lot of referrals. Um, our current members, they want their families training with us. They want their kids with us. They want their, their sisters, their brothers, their parents. Um, so that for us has been kind of like this ongoing revolving thing that happens. Um, our location, of course, a lot of the times as a business owner, you hear location, location, location. And it, it's kind of true, you know, where you're at makes a huge difference because of your visibility. Um, we are in a position where like thousands of people are passing by us all the time. And so our particular spot, um, I can't tell you how often people call and are like, I pass by you guys all the time and I finally decided to call. Um, so it's one of those things where, um, you know, those two very easy and important aspects of the business are are very much in line and working for us. Mm -hmm. um, now we have tried Facebook stuff before, then it didn't really work for us, but I'm also very convinced that the companies that I was using were not, um, were not as good um, as, as I would have liked them to be. Like, I think, I think that there are people who sort of experiment when they get clients for marketing and then there's people that know what works. So, um, the trick is to find, cause there's, you know, as a business owner, I'm sure there's a million people that will identify with me. I get a million emails every day about marketing and da, 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 da. like, it's just constant. I'm deleting emails, emails, emails about all this all the time. And it's, um, it's, it's just like extra noise on top of all the business stuff that I'm already working on. So it's a matter of, of really discerning who are you working with for marketing and do they really, they, do they support your vision? Do they understand your business and are they going to push it in a way that, um, that works because, uh, you don't want to be experimented on. Yeah. So let me ask you this, like, why were you looking, or why did you, what was your reason for deciding to like outsource the marketing? Was it an aspect where you yeah. felt like you, there was just an area of opportunity there where you wanted to grow? Cause obviously, you know, marketing right. is important. It is important. And you know, what it is, it's about exposure. You know, a lot of the times people just don't know you exist. And so, you know, sometimes you have a completely different model that is revolutionary and you want people to know that and other times um, maybe you're not as revolutionary but you have something to offer but people don't know that you're there um, we have space to grow a little bit within my current space in Sherman Oaks and um, we also have plans to expand so I'd like to get it to like full capacity and then expand right so um the beauty in that is um, I love working with people. Um, I love, you know, even working with other companies, I've, I've found that everyone works kind of differently. You know, everybody has a different flow, but it's, you can tell when you're working with people that know what they're doing. 
So I think yeah. as a business owner, that's really important to pay attention to, like not only your your you know, it's like getting into a relationship and there's like red flags popping up and you're like, oh no, it's okay. <laughs> like, no, no, it's not. When it comes to your business, if a red flag comes up for you in whatever capacity it does, um, you should pay attention to that um, and, and say, nope, these people are not for me. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Important is the power of uh, discernment. And, you know, just really making sure that the companies that you do hire are in alignment with whatever values that you have, you and your brand have. Okay, that's good to know. So yeah. talk to us a little bit about, so wait, do you, are you still like really active on social media? Um, no, um, I will, I, I was, and then I kind of, I took a break. Um, and now I'm, I'm going to go back into it. Uh-oh, did we freeze? Gotcha. Did we freeze or are we good now? Uh, Keep talking. I can still hear you. You can still hear me? Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go back to some social media stuff. Um, I, I'm very careful with social media because, um, people tend to get, um, it can be a negative force in people's lives where even though you're putting out something positive, what ends up happening is we see as human beings, we're um, everything is kind of um, this polarity. If you're shown somebody or something doing so great and so amazing for someone else, it could end up highlighting how they feel. Maybe they're not feeling like they're doing great or they're, they're feeling terrible about where they're at. And it actually makes them feel worse. So there's, I think there is um, a real genuine, um, a need for genuine information to come across in social media um, where, you know, I don't care what people think of me. Um, I know where I'm coming from and I know what I care about. So um, I think for me, I'm kind of, I'm approaching the social media a little differently this time. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm going to be some people's cu cup of tea and not others. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, are you talk to us about like some of your responsibilities that you have? Like, are you the one that is doing like most of the sales of, um, uh, the training that you offer? Yeah. So when I do get calls in, I am the one who, mostly takes the calls um and i'm able to kind of feel out where the client the client is coming from and onboard them over the phone initially and then um from there um i kind of uh hand transfer them over to my teammates and then we take care of them from there so there's there's like a flow and a process to how that goes um even when we get walk-ins at the studio, um, then uh, my teammates there at the studio kind of uh, bring them, bring their attention over to me so that I can get connected with them. I'm usually the first point of contact with every single client. And that also allows me to have a very personal connection to each person that's working in my studio. We are so frozen right now. 
own technology. Let's go cameras off, that'll help. Let's see. There we go. Am I frozen? Nope, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so for me, it's important that uh, each, every single one of our clients feels supported and cared for. So um, there is an element, there's some kind of relationship that I have built with every single client that we have running through our studio. That is really, really awesome to hear. Um, so have you found that uh, the experience that you're providing helps with the retention? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a million percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything like, do you guys run any type of like internal events to kind of help, you know, build up your community and help people stay, you know, for, for as long as possible, as long as they want to? So um, prior to the pandemic, we did, we would have these health and wellness events um, where we would invite um, uh, Athleta actually, or Athleta, I'm not sure how they like to pronounce themselves, Athleta, I think it is, they would come and do a little um, like side trunk show of their stuff. And then we would usually have like a, a health and wellness um, food company there, um, maybe some uh, other supplement company there, as well as um, we sometimes would have uh, the truck that comes in to give you a really deep understanding of your bone density and water weight and uh, muscle weight, lean tissue, you know, all of that, um, like a whole printout on um, not just the ohmmeter uh, where it's like your body fat percentage is this and your BMI is this. Um, we would do these really cool things. Um, and also we would try to raise money for the cancer support center in our area. Um, since then, we haven't done any internal events. Um, we probably will be, I'm not sure when, but we will plan one. Um, but we have been working with um, WeSpark, the cancer support center in Sherman Oaks. Love them. Every single person that works there is just beautiful. Um, they do such great work and uh, we volunteer um, when we can. Uh, like they did a fundraiser recently and uh, one of my teammates um, did the warm up for their fundraiser, their uh, 5K walk run. And, um, you know, we have a booth there and stuff like that. And we um, raffled off um, some sessions and stuff. Um, we try to be a part of the community. We feel that it's important. You'd be surprised though, that there's a lot of pushback from other business owners. Like people are busy. Again, it's, I get it. Everyone is busy with their own lives. Not only do you have a business, but you probably have a family and other personal stuff. So it's, it's a bit, I find um, it, it's a bit of a challenge to get people to want to be involved and want to like do stuff as a community. Um, but I will say like, don't give up. Um, I haven't given up, but I will say the pandemic definitely like put a very, very long pause to my efforts. Um, but, but I'm slowly kind of getting back into it. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the goals that you have for body unlimited fitness over the next 365 days. Um, so, I mean, how do you want the business to continue to grow and develop? Does that look like getting more members in, you know, expanding into a bigger space? Talk us, you know, through that. Sure. Um, yeah, I 
once all my legal stuff is done, then I'd like to definitely refocus on getting more clients in and kind of filling out our current studio space, hiring some more trainers, um, just getting us operating to just about full capacity. And um, that's exciting because uh, we've been talking about expanding for a long time. Not only that, but we have clients um, who have been asking us to expand, like waiting and hoping um, which is really a great feeling, honestly. Um, and we kind of have an idea of where we want to expand to. We would love to be able to open up a space that is larger so that we can accommodate more services. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, that is very exciting to us because there's, you know, health and wellness is a is a large topic. There is There's a lot in there besides just personal fitness training. And... Um, I think it's important when it comes to health and wellness to attack things from many angles, not just one. So the more services that I can offer our people, the better, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, Natalie, it's almost a great place for us to wrap things up on this episode here. But one more question uh, for you before we sign out. And I want you to think back to when you started your gym a few years ago and give yourself one piece of advice that mm. you needed to, to have at that point in time? Uh, let's see. I would say pay attention to those red flags. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, very simply put, but also just, you know, have fun, smile, enjoy important in life yeah absolutely well thank you natalie so much um but before we you know wrap things up on this episode please tell our listeners where they can find you absolutely so um you can go to buffstudio.com um that is b as in body u as in unlimited f as in fitness studio.com uh, you can also email us at info at buffstudio.com you can also email me directly at natalie at buffstudio.com that's n-a-e-a-l-i-e -A -A -E at buff studio and then our instagram tag is at buff studio mm -hmm. <laughs> all right well thank you so much natalie we really appreciate your time and contributing to the show i'm really looking forward to yeah seeing what you're going to be able to accomplish down the road also to everybody who tuned in today we appreciate you as well don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes hit the like and subscribe button and if you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, what's in the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income.
You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us on the show, we have Armando Natali of Snap Fitness with two locations in Louisiana. Armando, how are you, sir? What's going on? Uh, makes sense. And thank you for the opportunity. I'm, I'm eager and excited to share my, my experiences with, uh, with the listeners. I am. I'm excited to have you here. Snap is a relatively well-known brand, at least for the people in the fitness industry. And so I don't think we need to do a ton of work explaining what Snap Fitness is to people listening. But what is interesting to me and what I would like you to share here to get us started is how all of this got started. When did you begin the journey of thinking about being a gym owner? How did all this get happen? Okay, so in 2019, um, I was working for an oil and gas company. Um, I was an expatri- expatriate, so I was working 30 days in the country and 30 days away. You know? So when I came home 30 days off, uh, I was kind of, honestly, kind of bored. <laughs> and um, I, I always liked the, the fitness industry, so um, we drove by this gym and on the way to my mother's house, and I saw and I said, man, I would like to own a gym. So let me look in franchise for sale. And sure enough, it was for sale. So um, contact them and, and the project was very nice and we, we went ahead and bought it. Um, so that's how I started in 2019. Um, in 2000, at, at the end of 2019, the franchise contacted me and asked me if I wanted to buy another location. There was a, another uh, owner that was selling another location nearby. And I just, you know, saw the, the opportunity to kind of stay you know getting more into the into the 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 in- industry and we went ahead and bought it my wife and i went ahead and bought it um and the journey started little that i know uh a few days later the city shut down for COVID. so that's when the real the real story starts for me yeah and and so to backtrack here a little bit armando you had taken over existing gyms correct we didn't open these from scratch is that right Correct. Yeah, they were existing. Um, they were about uh, one was twelve years, the almost eleven years um, running. So it had. Tell me, tell me about your perspective with that. Like, how was it coming into a business that had already kind of been established? Well, I I, I kind of feel a little bit kind of comfortable because I'm not a business owner and I, I didn't go to school for business administration or anything like that. Right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm an engineer, so it was it was kind of. I, I was kind of kind of comfortable in fact knowing that there was some kind of you know membership uh, and, and 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 you know finance established right so um I figured that all I had to do was either do what they were doing before keep it up you know and do better basically so so that's that's what that was my my, my plan going in um but yeah I, I think uh, I I don't even even now actually more than more than ever, I don't think I'll, I'll open one fresh from the start. Uh, I would prefer to, to do a, uh, take over a, a yeah. established one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm terrified the idea of just opening a brand new location and, and having to do all the marketing and, you know, like, like testing the waters and the demographics and all that stuff is, is mm-hmm. it, it, for me, cause I'm not a business, I'm not a business person. Right. So it's, it's challenging yeah. for me. 
Yeah. Well, now you are. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, hopefully. yeah, now I am. <laughs> and, and I'm sure, I mean, there's no better way to learn about business than to own a business. So I'm sure you know more now than you did three oh, no or four doubt. years ago. Yeah, no Talk doubt. Talk to no us doubt. about kind of the, the highs and lows of that. What's been your favorite part about owning these gyms and what's been the most challenging part? Okay, honestly, the best part is being is the reward that you feel when you help people, right? So um, when people come to you and tell you, you know, thank you for the, you know, for the gym, for the whatever, like I, I feel great, I look great, you know, see the changes, people change the moves and the change in them, and you know, um, that's that's one of my favorite parts, that really for sure. Um, meeting new people, I meet all kinds of people. I have met so many people that I never thought I would meet. Um, producers and music and whatever and TV producers and recording and artists and nurses and TV cast people like wet, the weather the weather lady comes to my gym you know so it's it's, it's pretty cool because you know New Orleans is very is very small so um, meeting all these people is, is is pretty exciting so I guess the customer service part of it is my 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 very best favorite part in, in helping people you know get get them to to get where they want to go like the results and you know get them with a personal trainer that sort of stuff that's my favorite part of the other business by by far yep my least favorite around. Part. i mean obviously there's there's been some challenges as well so tell us about that yeah so my 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 least favorite part of it is um of course when well my, my least favorite part really is is to deal with all the clerical stuff I, I really do not like to do that kind of stuff like it's it's so it's so grueling all the taxes and documentations and the state stuff and the occupational licenses and insurance, searching for insurance, you know, dealing with the landlord. Um, that stuff I, I do not enjoy it at all. <laughs> and I would love to like delegate that. Um, unfortunately, COVID, you know, make made a lot of changes for for the business. And sure. things just finally starting to resurface after three years. Yeah. Well, people that listen to this podcast certainly know what you mean. So right, I appreciate right. I'm, you I'm sure they, sharing I'm sure they, that perspective. I'm sure now, I, I would guess that COVID was tough on you guys. You mentioned that it was a, just a handful of days before locking down that you'd taken over the business. But now that it's kind of in the rear view and, and we can operate with some normalcy, how have you gone about getting new people in the gym from from a marketing standpoint what's worked well for you um honestly it's, it's been it's been more of a like just kind of reminding people that we're still here it was kind of like a rebranding of sort i think um so just going back to the basics is what what helped me get you know because i was i was i was doing the same stuff that it probably is doing this social media stuff and very heavy spending money on Instagram and, 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 and Facebook. But I, I was, I, I was feeling that it, it wasn't enough. It wasn't, it wasn't bringing like the, the bank for the buck, like they say. Right. So I, uh, mm -hmm. I started talking to, to somebody, um, they own a business that comes to the gym and she told me, she said, I asked, I said, you know, like how much you spend in social media, you know, to get your, your, you know, your, your clientele and whatnot. She's like, I don't spend a dime in social media. He's like, I'm old school. She's like, I'm, I'm mailed in stuff. And I was like, for real? I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I said, people need to know that you're here. And if you people, the people around your area, your location doesn't know you're here, then it doesn't matter how much Facebook stuff you sent out, you know? And I'm like, what? I'm like, you know what? And I started thinking hard on that. I'm like, it kind of makes sense. You know, like people have been away from the gym since 2020. They've been away. People moved, you know, move 
in and out of the city doing those 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 time because jobs losses and whatnot, new jobs and stuff. So basically, it's kind of like there's a new demographic in the area. It's no longer the same demographic when I had it before COVID than after COVID, you know, and that totally changes how you market, you know, your 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 business. So I felt that it was time for me to uh, to go back to the basics. So I, I, I did a big, huge mail out. Um, it took me a bit to find a, a company to do the mail out, but I found one online and, and, and they did a great job. Um, and spent a couple of, you know, hundred dollars, pretty heavy, actually, it's not, it's not cheap. Um, and I basically just flooded the area with, uh, with the, 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 the promotions that we had in the time. I did it only one time, um, but I think that kind of started the fire to get people back, you know, and, and you know, word of mouth is, is a big part of our business as well, because the gym, you yeah. know, gym people talk to gym people, right? <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. once you Can't do that, once you do that, you know, once you, once I did that mail out and, and, you know, around three mile radius, then all those people knew people and kind of like, you know, I, I think it kind of exploded. So it helped me to get some, I, I, I don't want to say I'm, well, actually I am by now, but it took me like two years, right? Three years to get three years. It's 2020, 2023. So it took me about three years to get back and above the, the membership that I had before COVID. All right. So it took me, it took me quite a while actually. Um, but yeah. to say the least, I, 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 I kind of figured that whole mail, I think kind of late, you know, like after, uh, at the end of 2021, uh, that's when that happened. So 2020 and 2021, it was, it was, it was, it was very rough, like right for everybody else. Um, right. I, so I started let me just summarize for a membership. minute. Sorry. Let me just, let me just summarize for a minute. Cause there, there was a number of things that we talked about first and foremost. Okay, sorry. You said that we were spending some money on on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Didn't see great results from that. Is is the vibe that I'm getting? I, I talked to somebody I, I about focusing more on on the organic side and just getting the word out there about your business. We had shifted to a mass mail campaign, which did get uh, a, a decent traction at least although you think it was a little bit late it could have been better if we did it earlier all of that considered now 2023 we're back to pre-covid numbers what do you think that marketing strategy will look like as you move forward do you think that you'll revisit social media do you think you're going to continue with the mailers what does it look like now no no i i i I, 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 when I when I put that money in the in the in the uh, in the mail out, um, only reason I, I discontinued social media because I didn't have any money. But I continued to do the free posting and the and the and the awareness, right, and the and the presence with social media. I, I, I still I still believe in social media, but I just I just thought that it needed like a restart. So now I'm fully on social media. I'm, I'm totally on social media, uh, doing probably what everybody's doing. You know, so many posts a day and this and this and that. Um, I do organically what I what I what I do have. I gotta say, I have a few banners here and there and around certain areas of the city. They kind of like a high traffic. Um, mm -hmm. I know my wife doesn't like it. <laughs> she's a she's a looks cheap, but it works because I always ask people, "How do you hear about us?" Just so I can have an idea where they coming from, you know? Because you, you, Facebook can tell you in 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 um, uh, what's the other. Uh, What's the yellow, yellow, what's it called? Anyway, that other one. <laughs> that that is <that, laughs> a, a yellow book of the of the of the uh, internet. Um 
Yelp. 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 Sorry. Yeah, Yelp. You know, they can tell you, oh, you have so many clicks and you got so many visits to the website. And then, but really, how do you how do you measure that? How do you measure that that to translate to like memberships? Okay, yeah, fine. This month I got yeah. 40 members. Well, if it's not but, translating, you'll know. <laughs> what what no no no? I mean what I mean is like, okay, so so what worked? What brought these 40 members this month? You know, so I'm like, how do I know that? Like I, I you know. So did it came from the banner? Did it came from the organic, you know, mail out three years ago and people just finally kind of coming out of the woodworks? And that happened too. That happened, that happened actually very, very often. People will be like, oh, I received this mail out like about two years. This sucks. I, I, I should have been in the gym a long time ago. I'm like, well, you're here now. Cool. You know, welcome. Yeah. So yeah. so I ask everybody all the time, like, what, you know, where, where are you coming from? And some people are like, oh, I saw this banner on the highway. <laughs> um, and it kind of like, my wife said, we should, we should join a gym. And here we are. I'm like, okay, great. You know? Yeah. So it, I think you, know, you bring up an important point because all of it contributes, right? It's probably not right. one thing that caused no. these people to make that change. It's, I saw it three, four, five, six different times and eventually encouraged me to admit, to pull the trigger on that. And so it sounds like you're still actively trying to grow. We're still using different marketing strategies. Talk yes, to us a little yes. bit about where all of this is going armando in in the big picture your two so, snap locations where do you what's the, what's the future of these locations in your mind okay so so like i said earlier um uh, i lost my job during covid and I, I dedicated my entire my entire energy and and everything that i had to this business because of course my money was involved my inve my investment was involved my wife was involved so i had to make sure that you know that i do good that i did that i that i didn't lose my shirt so um spend many, many, many hours, you know, working on, on the business and trying to figure out a strategy to like, you know, come out of it, you know, and we can dig deep into those strategies because it was crazy. And one of them is um, expenses. I had to, I had to minimize expenses by all means. So my gym, honestly, I can say it probably runs more efficient, <laughs> more cheap than anybody else's because I am like totally, totally like, you know, I got it down to the minimum, bare minimum. Like I, I, I mix, I mix my own sanitizer. Um, I wash my own mm -hmm. towels. I provide towels. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy paper no more for the for the cleaning the, the machines. I, I actually bought this beautiful twelve by twelve microfiber towels, and it's a pain in the butt because you <laughs> you gotta wash them every every other day. But it works. Um, people like it. People like like the way they look, the way they feel. They look more. It looks more classic than rather than the paper. Literally, they know it saves me money because I was spending about a hundred some dollars per gym a month on paper, because people just mm -hmm. grab paper and grab paper and grab paper and waste it, right? So, I slowly, surely, just just pick and nick and pick stuff like that, like you know, like I don't, I don't, I clean my own windows or the staff cleans our own windows. We don't, I don't have a window cleaning company that comes in. You know, I don't have a cleaning company that comes in. We clean our own gym. Um, I have, of course, learned how to fix machines and fix stuff because I had to. You know, like there was no, the revenue was so low that I couldn't afford to, to keep digging the hole deeper. You know what I mean? So yeah. I had to know how to do it. So Matrix and I'm not going to say some branches because I have them, you know, uh, Matrix and Cybex, that, those are my two. One has Matrix, one has Cybex for, for whatever reason, the owners, but whatever different stuff. So I had to learn both. So I'm very, very well, very well known in customer service and technical customer service in, in those brands because I call all the time. So uh, by now, I have become like a little technical little guy at the gym. And sometimes people see me working there 
and they they talked to me and they had no idea I'm the owner. <laughs> they just they was like, how you like your That's job? Funny. I'm like, oh, I yeah. love it. I love it. I was like, it's great. I'll come <laughs> here and fix the machines and you know and leave and whatever. And they, they had no idea I'm the owner. You know, some of them, right? Some yeah. other people don't know me, but some people just come in and they think I just work there because they see me cleaning, they see me doing machine, they see me you know, doing this yeah. and that. So well, that, it shows that, that you're present right. at least. Mm-hmm. So that alone, yeah. right there, you know, it, it took a lot of a lot of money to not to be spent, you know. Um, and just like I said, you know, I, I do my yeah. own marketing. So I don't have a marketing person that that helps me with that. Um, it is a big load, but it's it it is what it needed to be done to survive, right? I I, I couldn't yeah. just keep digging the hole bigger. I didn't have a job. This is my job now, so it had to work. So so yeah. you know, that's all an of important us know- point on all of this. Like you right. you learned how to run the facility as lean as possible because of what you needed to do. But now knowing that you can do it that way, every new member that we add, every new personal training client that we add is that much more meaningful because the expenses can stay low. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. It's more valuable. So the value of, of that membership is a whole lot higher now. I, I get more 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 revenue from it, right? So if you divide yeah. it, your members by your expenses and stuff like that, now I'm making so much money because of that. So I don't have to have, for example, I don't have to have a hundred member uh, sign up this month. I can I can do well with 50, you know, half of it, just because of the expense. I would love to have a hundred members sign up and I'll try every month. <laughs> I don't have to rely on, I don't have to be like, man, I have to hire somebody just to make calls and to, you know, uh, yeah. keep pumping and, you know i can slowly surely put put the work in and membership comes in you know um you know how the revolving ball uh, door works they some members leave and some member comes in so you had to keep up you had to keep up to that on that pace of you know try to make try to be above above 60 70 percent of the of the loss in in, in new memberships right yep and then we'll grow over time we will grow armando that is a great place for us to wrap our conversation up uh but i i really I wanted to just take that. a minute and and thank you for your willingness to share and and talk about what it's like to own gyms so i'm excited to see the future and, and wish you the best in these two clubs and and i appreciate you coming on today sir i appreciate it i hope that you call me again and i'll tell, I'll tell you how we're doing and, and that and that time we hope to, we hope that it's better in the future right yes I, yes yes it, it will it will so. and for everybody who's listening it will um just just stay just stay focused um stick to your strategies man plan ahead plan ahead and plan ahead that's 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 what i learned I, I wasn't good about planning ahead i was going day by day at first and that's a big le- uh, lessons learned plan ahead Perfect. So, all right, Armando, thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.